Whether in raising kids or life in general, we exercise faith. Where the object of our faith is focused now, that is what makes all the difference. If you and your family have been blessed by Trace Embry's book, The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, then stay tuned, because today we'll be speaking with Fox News' Harris Faulkner, who has also broached the realities and benefits of faith, prayer, healing, and even miracles in the face of adversity. It's all in her New York Times bestselling book, Faith Still Moves Mountains. Fortifying our faith for the future of our families. That's next on Licensed to Parent. Hi, I'm Michelle Hill, and I'm glad you've joined us for another episode of Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. Shepherds Hill is a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis. Our host, Trace Embry, is the founder and executive director of Shepherds Hill and also the author of The Miracles of Shepherds Hill. Our goal on Licensed to Parent is to take what we're learning each day at Shepherds Hill and share it with you so that you can be better prepared to raise your kids in a way that honors God. Trace, your family and the team at Shepherd's Hill Academy have been used by God to heal and transform troubled teens and their families for nearly 30 years now. And Trace, it started with a prayer, your last $200 and a handshake, and that's all you guys had when you acquired a dilapidated 60-acre farm that was used for evil before that. Yeah, it was a major drug hub. They were doing aerial drops in the pasture. Uh, I don't know what kind of drugs they were dealing with, but they involved a triple murder, actually. And yeah. Wow. And yet, by God's grace and your obedience by faith, that old farm is now an outdoor therapeutic school that brings healing and life transformation to troubled teens from around the world. But mm-hmm. it wasn't without adversity. You were forced to bury your little boy on Shepherd's Hill in the midst of the 18-year battle with the Georgia Department of Transportation, one that ultimately carved a four-lane highway right through the middle of everything you guys had built. But God gave you 190 acres of additional Hmm. land from seven different tracks to help mitigate it all. So Shepherd's Hill never had to close its door, not one day. That's when the Georgia Department of Transportation realized that they were up against really divine intervention. Yeah. It, it was a miracle. Yeah, and that's exactly what the Jewish expert appraiser said at the depositions, because not only did all seven tracks border our 60 acres, we paid for none of it out of pocket. Mm. Under oath, mind you, this this man said this. He said, ladies and gentlemen, I've been doing this for 40 years. What happened in this case could have only been divine intervention. And today, Shepherd Hill is a 250-acre work of God that brings healing to kids and families from virtually every state in the union and 19 other countries. But that's just a micro taste of the, of the miracles behind our story. Mm-hmm. Today's guest has written a New York Times bestselling book that shares even more true stories of faith, family, and the miraculous. Uh, Michelle, I don't know how parents can raise kids in today's world without submitting to the transcendent moral absolutes of God and his word and the reality of the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, this broadcast will, will help more faith-filled parents honor Christ by inspiring them to, to help engineer our nation's future through the greater task of raising their kids for his glory. Amen? 
Amen. Well, our guest today does understand divine intervention. Our guest today is Harris Faulkner, who is the author of, as you said, New York Times bestseller, Faith Still Moves Mountains. She's a six-time Emmy award-winning journalist. Harris currently anchors two daily daytime programs on Fox News, The Faulkner Focus, and she's also co-anchor of Outnumbered. Outside of her work as a journalist, Harris is a motivational speaker, writer, and philanthropist, and she's involved with the Green Beret Foundation and the Navy SEAL Foundation. Harris and her husband have two daughters. Well, Harris, welcome to Licensed to Parent. Oh, my goodness. Trace, Michelle, it is such a blessing to be with you today, and thank you for that warm introduction and welcome. I am so, so grateful to you. And you're right. I mean, I I just heard what you were both talking about in terms of going forth with the Lord in our hearts. And Mm. I would start off by saying, you know, during the pandemic, churches were shut down, but we dispensaries were left open. And if we are to go forth as a nation, we must truly understand that our power comes from God and not somebody selling marijuana from a container that we didn't even bet. Amen. The answer is not in the unknown that will alter us in ways that we can't even know and can't appreciate because it wouldn't probably be good in the long run. But we should be open to dipping into that everlasting source of love and discernment. The Lord. Yeah, it just cracks me up how, you know, folks are open to the internal struggles of being someone in the wrong uh, sex or gender. And they will struggle, though, with me saying I've got the Spirit of God living in me uh, that, that causes me to do things that are not carnally wired to do. Uh, I'd rather do things my way, but there's this spirit in me that keeps me from killing you or, you know, doing some strange things to, to the neighbor. Uh, you, you'd rather go the other direction and you you, you accept that and not empirical is, is beyond me. I don't get it. So as a person surrounded by, by pundits every day, you know, those people offering analysis of various solutions to your know, nation's ills, can I assume that a big motivation for you in writing this book is that metaphorically speaking, you see these folks targeting problems on every floor of a 100-story building and yet rarely notice or are afraid to speak about it if they did that the foundation of the building has been destroyed. Well, you're talking metaphorically, and I actually am right now in my New York City office, which is on the 21st floor of a 44-story building. (laughs) So I see it figuratively Uh and literally on a daily basis. Humanity struggles. That's part of our journey. And if we choose to go through life struggles without the Lord, I can only pray for those who are lost and who don't know their way to faith. And we are starting to, as a nation, fall away from that. And actually, the reason I wrote Faith Still Moves Mountains is because I did research. I looked at Gallup. I, I looked at peer research on the percentages of Americans who were faithful and faith-filled, mm-hmm. particularly to Judeo-Christianity um, or Christian beliefs in this country. And we include every faith. Yeah. Specifically, though, in America, it was Christianity and then Judaism 50, 60 years ago that had the majority, above 90% of us, yoked to going forward with belief in our hearts and in our minds and praying daily. Those numbers started to fall off, 
And by the time I started writing this book, and it only took me 90 days to write, so I know the Lord was part of that journey because I've heard <laughs> nightmare stories from people who say, oh my gosh, it took me 10 years to write my book. Right. I prayed about the title. I prayed about everything. And it, it really did flow out of me and, and through me um, by telling 19 stories of other people's faith and journey, so on and so forth. And what I found was while the percentages of people who believe that there is something greater than we are falling, what is really falling precipitously are the people who believe that if there is a God, that God loves or cares about us enough to even intervene in our lives. Mm. That struck me as particularly a desperate place for all of us to be in, considering what's unfolding in the world. And at that time, last year, we were coming out of a pandemic and facing the unknown. You know, Trace and Michelle, we're always facing the unknown. And I teach my daughters who are 14 and 16. My 14-year-old just started high school. She's a freshman. The other is a junior. But you have to, in this life, know that there's only one constant. Everything else is a mystery. You haven't gotten to tomorrow yet. (laughs) So So lean on what you know to be true. And there is a singular truth. We don't get our own truth. You can't have your neighbor say, well, my truth is this truth, and then borrow their truth. There is one singular singular truth. And I believe with all my heart and spirit that that truth comes through a relationship with God. That's why I wrote the book. I want people to tap into their own relationship with the Lord and go forth through the tough times, through the victories, knowing that they are being led by something that loves them. Well, I tell you what, I, I tip my hat to you and, and all the others at Fox News uh, who use their platform to boldly speak and write about their faith in Jesus Christ. Um, you know, we, we've had Lauren Green on before and, and Ainsley and, and Shannon Bream and, and others, and I'm just amazed at what it appears like you guys are bold enough and genuine enough to risk it all uh, for the sake of the name of Jesus Christ, and that's to be commended and uh, I, I want to thank you for that, just mm-hmm. before we go any further, thank so thank you. Uh, faith and family, have, you know, as you said, always been a foundation for, for most Americans. Um, hypocritical as it may have, you know, been in certain ways and certain times. In fact, in God We Trust is still stamping our currency, yet we, we can't pray at a football game. Although NASCAR, how does NASCAR get away with that? I don't understand how they get away with <laughs> So what are we supposed to do or say to our kids that that would help them look beyond the hypocrisies of the church, past, present, and probably in the future, to bring them into the face of the living God through Jesus Christ? How how do we approach our kids that way? And we're going to answer that question right after the break. We're talking with Harris Faulkner about her book, Faith Still Moves Mountains. We'll be back with more Licensed to Parent right after this. Shepherds Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis, is celebrating 20 years of ministry. There have been many distractions in our work through the years as a result of a four-lane highway that divided our land. As a result, plans are underway to develop a whole new campus designed to improve our students' therapeutic experience away from the highway noise, along with up-to-date infrastructure and staff offices, all to help smooth out the day-to-day operations. 
The five-year, two-phase plan will begin with a new dining hall, followed by two new school buildings, also containing a new studio for licensed to parent. Please consider partnering with us, building together a new and improved Shepherds Hill Academy. Learn more and make your gift today. ShepherdsHillAcademy.org slash building together. That's ShepherdsHillAcademy.org slash building together. And thanks for helping us provide healing to teens in crisis. Hi folks, Trace Embry here, host of the Licensed to Parent broadcast and founder of Shepherd's Hill Academy. We've all heard about modern day miracles, mostly from mission fields. Frankly, I believed about half of them and experienced none of them until about 30 years ago. Christ truly became the Lord of my life. The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill is a book that wasn't written as much as it was recorded. It's the true story of how God used a handshake, my family's last $200, and our 30-year odyssey of bumper-to-bumper miracles to acquire a 60-acre farm that was used by the devil and turned it into a 250-acre globally recognized healing ministry for God. I want all people to know that Jesus Christ is still in the miracle-working business for those submitted to His word, will, and way, and who properly understand what faith truly is. The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, an extraordinary odyssey of divine interventions by Trace Embry. Learn more at LicensedToParent.org. Welcome back to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy. You can learn more about Shepherd's Hill. Go to LicensedToParent.org. Today we are talking with Harris Faulkner. And Harris, just before the break, Trace asked you a really loaded question, and it basically was, how are we to talk to our kids and help them look through the hypocrisies of the church and really see the face of the living God through Jesus Christ? Help us understand what you're telling your girls. Well, you know, there are hypocrisies all around us, and so navigating them anywhere with faith in your heart. Um, really takes a few things that I'm teaching my 14 and 16 year old daughters, Danica and Bella, respectively. One is discernment. And the Bible talks about mm. the discerning spirits as a gift. And to mm. understand or know something through the power of the spirit is something that I have, they've heard me talk about their whole lives. And now as teenagers, they're starting to really get it. When the world is impressing upon you, it's valueless and often, um, very basic and not great advice based on money, based on material things, so on and so forth. You have to use discernment and pray about what the right answers are for you. And those mm-hmm. times in life are going to come up. There, I mean, you're, you're with Shepherd's Hill Academy. You've created a device, if you will, for people to use in their lives to, to tap back into faith, to help young teenagers go through difficulties. Sometimes it's drugs. Who knows what their choices are going to be that are toxic and unhealthy. And discernment is a very important part of our faith. It's praying with each decision. And God wants to be part of the little decisions as much as he wants to be in your life on the big ones, the ones that are Mm -hmm. going to change you long term. So I teach my daughters that. I teach them to have faith before life falls apart. And in the book, Faith Still Moves Mountains, you'll read about the prayer closet and a woman in her 80s. And my girls both love the story. It's generationally true. Um, 
So in 2019, Lee County, Alabama, twisters hit that county. President Trump at the time went to see this area. It was so flattened. A church was spared. I mean, there's so mm. many things in that story that, that speak to the richness of believing. And the story is about a woman who survived, and she had been praying inside a little closet in her house for years and years and years, praying through the good times, praying through the struggles, praying before the actual storm. And during the storm, she prayed, Lord, take me through this. When the emergency text showed up, she was screaming at the top of her lungs, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You have brought me through the storm. If you have grace for me, let me live beyond it. And I teach my girls, begin to pray before things fall apart. There you go. If you only go when you're panicked on your knees, it's hard to know and to feel and to let God lead you. So that's the second thing. Mm -hmm. Another thing I teach them is to work for God's attention, not for any person's attention. Social media is Mm -hmm. a beast. You guys know this. Awesome. And I'm teaching my children, you live such that as Lord looks at us and our journey involves one goal, and that's to get to heaven. Amen. When you look at that journey, you must work to make sure that when the Lord looks back at you, when you lean into him, he leans back into you to carry you through a lifetime that will get you to heaven. Mm -hmm. Friends on social media are not going to have the answers to get you to do that. That's right. That's exactly right. So, And I teach them many things, but one more I want to mention. Sure. Don't just exist. Danica and Bella, I tell them, pray to have revealed to you your divine purpose. And in the book, I talk a lot about divine purpose with regard to what people are telling in their stories. When faced with difficulty in life, if you are living out your purpose, you know you have something to do and to edify and light up everything around you. A high tide lifts all boats. Become that tide through your purpose that the Lord has laid on your heart. Be clutch, be the answer when hard times come, whether they're for you or the people around you. So those are the core things I teach my girl. Amen, amen. Well, Harris, America has now become a systemically mentally ill nation. There's just no two ways about it. I, I, I read one study that claimed that one in six kids will be on some kind of behavioral med by the time they're 18. Yet 70% of our kids coming to Shepherd's Hill are, are on bushel loads of meds. Uh, will be weaned off those medications uh, before the year's out, courtesy of the great physician and the wonderful counselor. Yet the secular world often refuses to explore successes like that uh, out, out of the faith community. What can parents do or, or programs in schools uh, and, and parachurch ministries uh, like Shepherd's Hill do to, to make these truths m- more known and accepted to, the greater, you know, to, to greater America and to the world? the journey. So the secular world is driven by speed. I call it the Pop-Tart culture, where everything's got to come out of the toaster done within 15 seconds. And so (laughs) if you anesthetize a population of young people with drugs and so on and so forth, you get capitulation. You have control over how fast they can change. Faith is not like that. The Lord has you on the potter's wheel. Mm. And he's working with you through things. And you have to be able to embrace that and be willing to be molded. The secular world can't give you that journey. It treats us all as though we are just kernels on a cob of corn. We're identical, and those that don't fit, they'll leave in the sun and watch us dry out and die. And that is some hard truth, but it's true. 
Mm-hmm. So I would say to parents, what you need to do is tell your children that no matter what they're going through right now, it doesn't have to last forever. The challenge to change it may last for some time. Tell them mm-hmm. the truth. Tell them the truth. And that's why at Shepherd's Hill Academy, when you start to wean them off drugs, and then they willingly also want to be a participant in that process, even though sometimes it could be painful. I mean, Trace and Michelle, let's not sugarcoat this. Change can be difficult and painful. But when you say it's worth it to them in the end, they'll stick with it. Secular culture Mm -hmm. doesn't do that. It doesn't move fast enough. Right. And they do stick with it. And, you know, I, I think one of the problems you, you mentioned is some of it is hard truth. And they'll tell you this. The kids will tell you what they need. And, you know, why, why do you hate your mom? Why do you hate your dad? I hear regularly, they never tell me no. That's what they said. The kids will tell you that. They never tell me no. Absolutely. You're affirming what they know to be true is something they shouldn't do. And if the affirmation doesn't start, with you, the parent, where's it going to come from? You think the world is mm-hmm. going to keep them from driving across a bridge that has no lighting or end? No, they're <laughs> going to let them keep driving until they crash. It's our job to make sure that when they get that gut feeling, that discernment that's coming through, you say, oh, my gosh, but let's make sure that you're making the right decision. And if you make the wrong one, let's talk about why that was. We're here together. Mm-hmm. My kids here know, they've heard no for a long time. Because if you don't set boundaries, you can't expect them to trust their own intuition mm-hmm. and discernment. Yeah, that's right. To be able to pray and to hear from God, you can't expect them to learn that on their own. You've got to show them. That's right. Well, you know, uh, Harris, I, 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 I didn't get the chance to read all of your book, but I, I do plan to. Uh, but I read enough of it to think that this might actually make an effective devotional uh, for parents to read with their kids and discuss some of these things. How do you look at that? Well, it's part of the reason why the first chapter and all the people said amen is about high school seniors on a fun outing running into trouble mm-hmm. and how those young teenagers chose the Lord over the trouble that they had gotten into. In open water, it's cold. Their legs are getting tired. They're going to drown. Mm-hmm. They cut school. They, they thought that they'd go to the beach and have some fun, and they went too far out. And I so love that story. And with each chapter, I start off with a scripture that moved me to put the story in the order after all the interviews I did. And this first chapter starts with Psalm 18.6. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him to his ears. The Lord hears us when we call for help, Mm -hmm. and he hears us no matter our age, no matter what season in life we are. And I start off with these young people to show that faith can come and move in your life and move mountains, and in this case, ocean, and reveal itself to you in survival, in greatness in the Lord, in victory, no matter what age you are. All you have to do is pray. Harris, please don't ever lose that fire. I so appreciate you being with us. <laughs> I think there's the people who wish I would. No, I, I do want to say no. this. I, I feel like, and I want, to be, I want to be as transparent as possible about this, because at first when I wrote the book and went out on a very short tour, because it's kind of continuing and I knew that it would, I've, I've gotten invitations to come out with the book all the way through 2024. 
because people want to go through these stories and read the scripture with me. And so I've taken my time. Mm. But at the very beginning, before it was on the New York Times bestseller list and then number one for several weeks, all of those blessings, before all of that, people were coming at me, like right before the book went to publish. And I thought, why is the devil at foot now? The work is done. It's going to be inked. And I really struggled with whether or not I share this with people, but I think it's important. You know you are doing the right thing when it gets harder to do the right thing. You need to read our book. (laughs) You really need to read our book, (laughs) The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill. You can can go to Amazon and get it. I'm telling you, it it will bless your socks off. You understand that. I'm telling you, most people don't understand that uh, blessing and faith uh, and adversity are not mutually exclusive. I mean, it's it's all part of the deal. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, I go out and I hold prayer circles of people, and they see a journalist doing this. They see somebody in the media doing this and saying, are you afraid you're going to lose your job? And I said, well, this is technically why I'm here. And I get Mm -hmm. to go out and pray with people, and the circles get larger and larger and larger. Like, I've done some of them at Barnes & Nobles. I've done them at the airport when people see me. Harris, we Mm -hmm. would like to do a prayer circle with you. We all have your book. And I'll sit there and sign and and sign books, and, and I'm always shocked that people would even carry it with them. But people oh, that's refer so cool. back to it because there are original prayers in the center of the book. So you know with yours and the audience that you have, Trace and Michelle, when you write and when you put yourself out there, I'm telling you the devil does not like it. Tell and me the more about we it, can sister. do it, the better off the place is going to be as a yep. whole. So yep. I'm, I'm taking yep. it for it. the team. I am taking it for the Lord. I can take it. He's got me. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what the remedy for that is? Seriously, praise and thanks. The more mm-hmm. I get slammed, the more I praise and thank yeah. God for it. If you think about this, if you're the devil, and every time you throw a dart toward me, I'm giving praise and thanks to the Lord, eh, you might get a little weary of throwing those darts that, that aren't really all that effective. They're just fueling my fervor to praise and thank my Savior. You know, uh, there's a, there's a pa- I forget where the passage is, but uh, you know, God inhabits the praise of His people. And am I saying that I'm a I, I always adhere to this and I never get down? No, I was a little bit miffed earlier today, as a matter of fact. But I love when, that. When it's not about perfection. It's not. I mean, it's not. But it's you know realness. what? I know where the standard is, mm-hmm. and when I go back, yes. I, I have been frustrated losing a, I'm working on my car or something. I'll, I'll lose a wrench down the, the engine compartment and I'll, blah, 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 you know, and then, then I'll, I'll stop and I'll like, thank you, Lord, praise you that you are, you are challenging me and testing me to, to be a better human being, to go deeper with you mm-hmm. and to trust you. And it's like the wrench almost jumps out of the engine compartment. I mean, no, I, that, that's not true. I, I find it though. It's like, you just calm down, and, and it, it, it's, it's great. Praising God and thanking Him. There, if I didn't learn anything in Bible college that, that I could take with me into everything I'm doing now, it's that one thing, the importance mm-hmm. of praising and thanking God in all circumstances that, that can't be overemphasized. Well, Harris, you have an amazing ministry that is causing some ripple effects all around our nation. So thank you so much for who you are and who you stand for. Thank you. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent was Harris Faulkner. Harris is the author of Faith Still Moves Mountains, and you can find Faith Still Moves Mountains on Amazon and at other major book distributors. Thanks for listening to Licensed to Parent. 
You know, if you have a question about raising teens today, even difficult ones, send us your question. Send it to radio at licensedparent.org. Again, that's radio at licensedparent.org. And Trace just might answer your question on an upcoming broadcast. God is working miracles at Shepherd's Hill Academy, and Trace wouldn't have written his book, The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, if we weren't seeing God's hand in everything here. For over 20 years, students have been getting help and turning their lives over to God. Would you consider being a part of what God is doing in the lives of our kids here at Shepherd's Hill? You know, your financial support can make a difference in the life of a struggling teen and their families. You can donate online at licensedparent.org and click donate. Thanks to our team for making today possible. Our producer is Rich Rosel. Carl Peets is our technical producer. For Trace Embry, I'm Michelle Hill, inviting you to join us again next time to renew your license to parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. See you next time.